Hello and welcome to Radio Totally Normal Toronto on CJRU. 1280 AM and CJRU.ca. I'm Nat, and I will be one of your hosts today. My name is Julie. I will be your other host for today. Radio Totally Normal Toronto, or RTNT for short, is produced by the members and staff of Progress Place, a mental health recovery centre in downtown Toronto. We are really excited to bring you stories about mental health here but also people from all walks of life. The topic is crisis. RTNT member McCaffrey interviewed Nikki Caceres from Gerstein Center early this, earlier this month. Nikki is the coordinator of training and community education for Gerstein Center. This center helps those experiencing crisis in many ways, including crisis counseling, short-term residential beds, and substance abuse counseling. For a little bit of history, the center was founded by Dr. Riva Gerstein. Dr. Gerstein is a psych- psychologist and educator instrumental in establishing not only Gerstein Center, but the Canadian Health Canadian Mental Health Association. But let's get to the interview. Hello, and welcome to Radio Totally Normal Toronto. My name is McCaffrey. Could you introduce yourself for our listeners? Uh, yes, my name is Nikki Caceres, and I work at the Gerstein Crisis Center. I'm the coordinator of training and community education. Thank you. Could you explain the services offered here? So the Gerstein Center has been around for uh, around over 27 years, and the first site that opened up was Gerstein on over 20,000 calls a year. And what we do is we talk to people over the phone that are going through a difficult time, and we help them identify what their crisis is and help them feel more connected to their own internal resources and also help them connect to external resources or maybe reconnect to resources that they've used before in the past and kind of um, maybe disconnected with. Or sometimes people just phone up and they just need to talk. And if they need more than that phone call, then we'll arrange for a um, a mobile visit, and that's 24 hours, and we'll meet them in their home or a coffee shop or wherever they feel comfortable and wherever we feel comfortable. And two people go out, and they will, again, talk to that person, look at helping them identify uh, what their crisis is, and then have them... them meet those needs and if they need more than that then we bring them back to our house here and they can stay for around three to seven days Uh, the house is a beautiful stunning place it's very relaxing it's very comfortable and people can eat when they want they can sleep when they want and they can talk to someone when they need someone to talk to and you actually don't have to have a mental health diagnosis I'm currently on um, probation. Would my probation officer be able to refer me to the Gerstein Center? Your probation officer can uh, refer to Gerstein on Charles and also the Mental Health and Justice Program as well. 
How would you describe crisis? First of all, I actually don't really like that word too much because it stops people from using our service because people think a crisis has to be this like, you know, uh, you're, you're like an earthquake or something earth, earth shattering. And really, a crisis is when someone is feeling uncomfortable and there's a change going on in their life. And the key Um, starts to uh, deteriorate. And for many people, it's their own internal resources, their, their themselves, where they feel disconnected to that. And the longer that crisis goes on, the more those coping mechanisms sort of dissipate. So, um, you know, we all go through change every day. We all go through, like you and I here, we're sitting here, I'm doing an interview and I'm holding a mic and I usually don't do that. So that feels kind of uncomfortable and it's a change, but we're all coping and managing because we're kind of feeling okay about ourselves today. But on another day, it may not, uh, you know, maybe my internal resources aren't feeling so well and I might have uh, difficulty this with this and maybe need some extra support around managing that uncomfortable feeling so a crisis is a difficult time in your life and for some people that call us who've lived with significant mental health issues voices are getting uh, are really bad and they'll say well that's that's their crisis but really that's the reaction to a stressor that's going on in their life and we try to do a lot of education around that and try to explore with that person what what changes are happening what what is what is the thing that is causing that stress for you right now because the voices are a reaction to those stress and i think that for many people who've been in the system for many years uh feel like they have to just present their symptoms and not really uh bring forward their underlining issues so will we allow the person to define what their own crisis is, however it may be, because what I think is a crisis is not what someone else is going to think. And also, it depends on your life and where you are. Like sometime in my life, I might be able to manage something that's very, what the world what might perceive very difficult. And there may be something that might happen a year from now that maybe the world would perceive as a small thing, but it may may be the thing that breaks me. Who uses the services, and what are some of the reasons that bring them here, either in person or by phone? So, for instance, on Gerstein on Charles, the main access point is the telephone. So the volume of calls that we get is very large. We do over 20,000 20, calls a year. And we only do 1,500 mobile team calls a year because we only have one more one mobile team for the the city the old city of Toronto that's our catchment area really important is is that on the phone people will phone us up early on in their crisis and that's why we can do the intervention over the phone and what we try to promote is for people to phone us early on in their crisis when they feel that stressor happening in their life and not wait until things get too out of control um, when the intervention is when the person may not have as many options once things get more out of out of hand for them now in saying that 
Um, not everyone is going to be able to call us up. Not everyone's going to feel well enough to call us up. So what we do is we have a referral line because some people are maybe too unwell to call us up, or maybe they don't uh, feel like they can trust us enough to, to phone us and they need someone to phone on their behalf. Or even though we offer crisis services in many different languages, we have an interpreter services, for someone who doesn't speak English, it may be difficult for them to make that first initial. Often, those situations are often more complex. Um, if a worker's phoning on someone else's behalf, it means that things have really kind of escalated for that person. And um, what we do is we talk to the worker over the phone, we get the information, try to get that person on the phone if we can. If we can't, that's okay. And then usually what we'll do is go out and visit the person. People phone us for a whole range of situations. And it doesn't matter. We, we speak to people who are in extreme poverty, to people who are working in the, uh, as you know, teachers as mothers and fathers and, you know, uh, and you name it, we have people coming uh, to the Gerstein Center and using our services. But one of the underlining theme for most people is isolation and loneliness, that we, a lot of people are dealing with those issues. Poverty, housing is an issue. Um, you know, we, we've talked for a long time and we talk in the city about lack of housing, affordable housing, and that affordable housing for many people would solve a lot of problems for them. And, and, and decent housing where they feel safe, not just any housing, right? So, and then we deal with people, individuals who are, become very unwell because of their mental health. Maybe they're you know, there's stressors going on in their life that are causing their mental health issues to uh, limit their ability to manage many things. And uh, a lot of people who have had chronic mental health issues for a long period of time often lose. ...of isolation and loneliness for many people. So it could be a relationship breakup. It could be a loss of a child, a uh, change in their, their their health status. It could be they've been here in this country for a period of time and a not able to get where they wanted. Their hopes and dreams have been shattered, uh, like many newcomers uh, who have trying to get, get work, uh, establish themselves. A lot of um, newcomers struggle with depression and anxiety. And how do you support people experiencing crisis? So the critical thing is is that we need to allow that person to identify what their crisis is. And what we, what we try to do um, is we try to look at the, what the person needs, helping facilitate that person identify their own needs and drawing from them. So whenever someone is having a difficult time, their story, what they have to say is really in their story. And most people know the answer and they just need someone to talk it out. And bring forward their internal resources. Cause that's really a critical piece because 
again, when things, when you feel good about yourself inside, you know how to go and get help. You can reach out and talk to someone. You can find a number that you need uh, to get someone to talk to, to find a counselor. But when you don't feel good inside yourself, it's really hard then to reach out and um, organize and figure out how to deal with your problem. And so what we want to do is help people build on their strengths. We try to look at a strength-based approach, help that person feel a little better about themselves so that they can go on and carry on and um, do the work they need to resolve their underlining issues that brought them to that crisis in the first place. You are listening to Radio Totally Normal Toronto on CJRU 1280 AM and CJRU.ca. You just heard McCaffrey in conversation with Nikki Caceres from the Gerstein Centre. We'll hear the rest of that interview shortly. Right now, we'd like to take a moment to share a poem inspired by crisis written by Progress Place member Gaytan. It's a poem called I Am Crisis. I live in the corner of your mind, seeing along a cold bridge in winter. Have you seen me? I am waiting on the edge of your tongue. I will come. Before we get back to Nikki and McCaffrey, I'd like to share a little bit of my experience with the Gerstein Center. I have used their services recently when I was going through a crisis. I had a situation that triggered me about my mom. I was attending my regular mental health support, but due to the nature of the crisis, I was referred to the Gerstein Center. I was fully aware that I was in need of some counseling. I phoned the Gerstein Center. outside of their catchment area. After about a 20 minute talk, I started to feel better. The counselor showed me that the issue about my mom buried deep and now that it had been brought to the surface, I was now ready to get rid of the, member, the matter. I, he asked me questions and allowed me to talk. I am very thankful that the concern came up because until then I had forgotten about it and thought that the issue was completely gone. The man that worked with me told me that any time I needed to talk, I should not hesitate to call. I found this helpful and I, was com I would completely recommend anyone going through a crisis to call them up. With that, or with that, let's hear the rest of the McCaffrey interview with Nikki Caceres from the Gerstein Center.
I had experienced crisis myself earlier this year. I had a psychotic episode and I had to stay in the psych ward for over a month. Would you have been able to offer support or aftercare to me after I was released? We would. So, for instance, if you went to the hospital and after you left the hospital, we hope that the hospital would have given you our number. I don't know what your situation is, but for some people, uh, by the time they... to maybe reestablish new, uh, the relationships or maybe uh, some people may have lost their job. And so the first step is if, after you leave the hospital is that you would have our number and then you would be able to call us for that support. What are some of the most challenging situations that have arisen at the Gersteins and how do you address them? Well, you know, there's always a challenge every day <laughs> and there's always ethical and moral dilemmas when you deal with mental health. And sometimes people will come here and they'll be unwell and we can help turn things around, get them some good food, get them reconnected to their resources, get a few good nights of sleep. And then sometimes people might come here and things start to get worse because we didn't get to them soon enough. And what we do is when we know that someone really is very unwell and uh, we always, you know, safety is always first. We'll help them get to the hospital. And sometimes that may take a long time to help that person get to the place where they feel they're willing to go to hospital. And a lot of people have a lot of fears who've been in the hospital before. So those are always difficult conversations. Um, how do we help that person facilitate to get to the hospital safely I've seen staff here work with someone who uh, has become very unwell, didn't want to go to hospital, and tried to work with them for, you know, a day or two uh, to get them there. And sometimes we have to call the police. It's very uh, rare that that will happen. And those are often very difficult uh, decisions that we have to make. But, you know, we try to help them. We try to facilitate that uh, for them so that they feel that they're treated with dignity and respect. Um, and even though sometimes when people become so unwell, that whole sense of loss of choice and ability to make choice anymore uh, under the Mental Health Act can be devastating for somebody. And through every step of that process, we try to allow the person some measure of choice in, in the process. And the later that crisis goes on, unfortunately, um, some individuals have less choices and less options. And I think that's sometimes what not often, but un unfortunately they do happen. And, and they're, those are very difficult um, times here. I think mental health can get, uh, you know, complicated for, for a lot of folks. And that's what I love about the Gerstein Center. We really work as a team and we take those things very, very seriously. The holidays are often a challenging time for many people. Do you find that people need the Gerstein more at this time of year? You know, it's funny, like during the holiday time, there's a lot going on. There's like, you know, we have our Christmas party here on Christmas. We have a catered event 
and Progress Place has a Christmas thing probably, and lots of agencies have Christmas things. There's all these Christmas things that happen, and some people may even go to their family. And it's actually not that busy, believe it or not. But when it gets busy is Boxing Day. It gets very busy after Christmas because people maybe have gone to their family and it wasn't how they wanted it to go. Or, you know, all the great fun stuff that happens before Christmas is all over and there's just winter left. And so for a lot of people, it becomes very difficult. So the lead up to Christmas is a busy time. It's right after Christmas that we get very, very busy. Is the Gerstein Center unique in the city? You know, when we first opened up, we were very unique because we're a consumer survivor-driven organization. When Dr. Gerstein went out to look at what was missing in, in, um, when she did the Gerstein report, which was many years ago, she worked with survivors. She That's the first place she went. She went to talk to people who had been through the mental health system. She had people who'd been through the mental health system guide them through what what the services looked like then and what, what was needed. And so that was our foundation. And so our board was always made up of consumer survivors, are um, so con- if anyone doesn't know what consumer survivor means, it's an individual who's, who has dealt with mental health issues. And um, our staff have people here who have who have lived experience. We uh, we've always had um, what now is called peer support, uh, but we we actually never called it peer support. We gave it a, an actual um, work title. So that's always been part of us, and we were unique. And now, 27 years later, we're not unique, which is actually really great. But we're unique, though, is that we are the only one that provides crisis services in the old city of Toronto, and we're one of the only ones that have beds. That's what makes us uh, quite unique. How can our listeners learn more about the Gerstein? So they can call at any time. And they can call if they're not in crisis. They can call and say, you know what, I'm not in crisis, but I want to know more about your service and get an idea who of who we are, what it's like to call here, what's that experience. And I, I would encourage that. I think it's a good idea to check out the service before. place I know how to activate it especially when you're under a lot of stress it's uh, better to 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 have that all planned out ahead of time and the other thing is they can come to our website and they can sign up for any of our uh, wellness and recovery action plan programs we uh, we have another program that we run during the summer and spring called moving towards fitness they can participate in our fresh programs we don't have a client base because we are a crisis service, and we we do service the all of the old city of Toronto. So anyone can use or sign up for any of our programs that we run. Thank you so much. It's been very lovely talking to you. Th- those are really great questions, and I uh, really enjoyed uh, talking with you. If you would like to know more about the Gerstein Centre, or if you are experiencing difficult times, please contact them at 416-929-5200 or the Gerstein Center Facebook page or visit their website, gersteincenter.org. 
Our focus today was primarily on crisis, but the Gerstein Center does provide other programming. On their website, you can find more details about their other programming and services, such as information about the beds that they manage at various centers in the city, their wellness ac recovery action plans and fitness groups, finding recovery through exercise, skills, and hope. Another great tool for preventing crisis is to call the Progress Place Warm Line. Nat, could you tell us more about that? Are you feeling depressed? An anonymous service provided by peers who have been there, understand, and want to lend a helping ear to those who may need it. If you just want to talk night every day, anyone wanting to connect can call 416-960-WARM or text 647 557-5882 or chat online at www.warmline.ca. Warmline is a confidential and anonymous service for adults 18 or over. I would just like to emphasize that this is not a crisis hotline, but it does offer valuable support. Toronto saw its first snowfall of the season. It is important to remember that there are many Torontonians who do not have a home to go to wait out the harsh Canadian winter. Thankfully, the City of Toronto runs an out-of-the-cold shelter program through Dixon Hall from November to April every year. Sixteen churches and rec centres throughout the city open their doors to provide a place to sleep and get a hot meal. For more information on Out of the Cold, you can visit Dixon Hall's website or find a list of available shelters and services on torontocentralhealthline.ca. That brings us to the end of our show. Thank you for turning in to Radio Totally Normal Toronto. We will be back Wednesday, January 10th and every second Wednesday of the month at 3 p.m. thereafter. If you would like to learn more about RTNT or listen to our podcast, please visit our show page on cjru.ca or radiototallynormaltoronto.org, or you can find us on iTunes or SoundCloud. We take you out with a song chosen by RTNT member Shane called Smoke Rings by Royal Tusk. <laughs>